Good morning, Alex and friends. I'm Connie. Today is Monday, August 28th, 2023, and you're listening to Alex's News. We're expecting a scorching day here in Riverside with a high of 105.6 degrees and a low at 91.2. Stay cool out there, friends. Now let's turn to some headlines. On today's show, we'll delve into the latest updates on former President Trump's trial for election interference set for March 4th, 2024, resulting in a whirlpool of political implications as it coincides with presidential primaries and Super Tuesday. From the world of science, breakthrough research has resulted in the creation of a transparent albino squid, carrying the promise of enriching our understanding of squid biology like never before. Turning to health news, the weight loss drugs Ozempic and Wagovi might have a new off-label use as they show promising results in reducing alcohol cravings with clinical trials ongoing. On a lighter note, we'll discuss Simone Biles' record-breaking feat, snagging her eighth U.S. gymnastics title. All this and more on the incontrovertible scope in today's Alex's News. Stay plugged in! Thank you for joining us today. Our top story this morning involves the legal battles of former President Donald Trump. His election interference trial has now been scheduled to start on March 4, 2024, as reported by NBC News. Elias, our expert reporter on political news, dug into this. Elias, what can you tell us about the timing of the trial? Hello, Connie. Well, the timing is significant. The trial will take place right in the middle of the Republican presidential primaries and the day before the Super Tuesday. The overseeing judge, Tanya Chutkin, rejected the special counsel's request for an early trial date in January and also denied Trump's legal team's proposal to delay the trial until April 2026, the reasons being she underlined that fair and timely administration of justice needs to be prioritized. So this could really intersect with Trump's political ambitions. What does Trump's legal team say about this? Trump's legal team has voiced serious concern. His lawyer, John Loro, has argued that this schedule would violate Trump's rights due to the volume of discovery evidence to review. The material, approximately 11.5 million pages, would require reviewing around 99,762 pages per day to be ready for the proposed date for jury selection. That's an enormous amount of information. What are the detail of the charges that necessitate such a vast amount of discovery evidence? Well, Connie, the charges against Trump are complex and grave. They include conspiracy to defraud the United States, obstruction, and conspiracy against the right to vote. The severity of these charges, essentially involving a former president attempting to overturn election results, underlines the public's interest in a speedy trial. I read that there are other criminal cases pending for Trump. Is this correct? Exactly, Connie. Apart from this case, Trump is facing three other criminal cases. The first will also take place in March 2024 in New York related to hush money payment concealment. The second is in Florida scheduled for May 2024 related to charges on his handling of classified documents, and the date for the fourth criminal case in Georgia is still undetermined. So this verdict could set a precedent for those other cases or indeed for future political figures? Absolutely. The outcome could have far-reaching consequences and set major legal precedents. Trump has asserted his innocence across these proceedings, framing them as political persecution. Depending upon the verdict, 
This could impact the way political figures are held accountable in the future and potentially influence the political landscape as we know it. With all this in the backdrop, the upcoming presidential race is also pivotal, isn't it? Certainly, the challenge for Trump will be not just legal but also political. The trials are likely to dominate headlines during the primaries and could be a significant factor, either positively or negatively, in his campaign. Last quick question, Elias. What should viewers be aware of during the upcoming trial? As viewers, it will be critical to keep an eye on the proceedings in their entirety. Judge Chutkin has emphasized the importance of avoiding witness intimidation. It's very clear free speech does not equate to an absolute right. The viewers should also keep an eye on whether Trump's lawyers' concerns materialize in any visible way during the proceedings. Thanks for the detailed analysis, Elias. Now moving on to our second story. Well, we're moving on to our second story for today about a remarkable development in the world of science. Scientists have made a major breakthrough in understanding squid biology by genetically engineering a transparent albino squid with completely visible organs. Grace, what more can you tell us about this fascinating development? This is indeed a major breakthrough, Connie. It gives researchers a rare chance to observe the biology of the squid while it's alive and moving freely. This kind of transparency was achieved using CRISPR gene editing technology, letting us take an unobstructed look at the squid's inner workings. It's similar to having a live x-ray, only better. Amazing! Now we understand that this was spearheaded by Joshua Rosenthal, a senior scientist at the Marine Biological Laboratory, right? That's correct. The news has been widely reported by NPR's Shots, Health News, OtherWeb, and NPR National News. What's interesting is that Rosenthal's team used a technique called CDB, which employs a sugar-based solution that makes the tissue transparent, giving a clear view of the squid's brain. How exactly does this CDB technique work, Grace? The sugar-based solution essentially makes the tissues transparent. Additionally, fluorescent proteins were incorporated to label specific brain cells. This enabled the researchers to study their activity and observe the neural circuitry that governs the squid's behavior. So, I can imagine how valuable this is for gaining insights into squid's cognitive and sensory capabilities. However, are there any broader implications for this breakthrough? Absolutely, Connie. This breakthrough also provides a greater understanding of squid's evolutionary history. But perhaps more importantly, it has major implications for marine biology and neuroscience. Being able to visualize the brain in its entirety opens up new research avenues. It could lead to a deeper comprehension of not only squids, but also other marine organisms and their brain functions. Incredible! Can you tell us more about the genetic engineering process involved? Scientists targeted a specific gene called TDO known to impact pigment. Using the CRISPR gene editing technology, they successfully made the squid almost transparent. It allows researchers to observe the squid's three beating hearts and its brain in action, offering insights into its biological processes like never before. This definitely feels like a significant milestone in scientific research. What does this mean for the future of studying marine biology? This achievement underscores the potential of genetic engineering techniques like CRISPR. It's set to pave the way for novel advancements in studying marine biology and neuroscience. Essentially, by gaining a deeper understanding of squid biology, scientists can apply these findings to expand our knowledge of other living organisms. 
it's a great step forward in unlocking the secrets of marine life. It's truly fascinating what modern science can achieve. Thank you, Grace, for your insights into this groundbreaking research. I'm sure we'll be keen to hear about future developments in this field. Let's move on to our third item today. Broadly speaking, new possibilities are on the horizon when battling addiction, thanks to a group of weight loss drugs, namely Ozempic and Wegovy. Now, these drugs reportedly contain the active ingredient semaglutide and are being looked at closely for their potential to curb cravings for substances such as alcohol. Ethan, our specialist correspondent on this issue, could you give us a bit of an in-depth explanation of what's going on here? Absolutely, Connie. So, Ozempic and Wegovy are medications belonging to a group known as GLP-1 drugs. Primarily, GLP-1s are used to regulate blood sugar and trigger feelings of satisfaction after eating. An interesting point here, however, is that users of these drugs have reported a decrease in cravings for substances like alcohol, nicotine, even opioids and certain compulsive behaviors. These effects are leading to intriguing explorations of these drugs, as reported by NPR's Michaeline Dukleff. No doubt that those effects would be eye-opening. And as I understand it, these drugs aren't currently approved by the FDA for addiction treatment? Correct, Connie, but clinical trials are in progress to understand how these drugs might change drinking and smoking habits. This research is investigating whether these drugs, beyond their primary purpose of weight loss and diabetes control, could provide additional benefits, particularly relating to addiction. We've seen plenty of drugs on trial like this in recent years. Can you give us an idea of how Ozempic and Wegovy might be reducing these cravings? Sure, Connie. In addition to reports by NPR, Iowa Public Radio has also recently discussed the use of Ozempic in reducing cravings for substances like alcohol. The current understanding is that semaglutide, the powerful active ingredient, might work with the brain's dopamine system and decrease the release of dopamine, which subsequently diminishes cravings. That definitely adds to the understanding here. But what could be potential implications if such an effect becomes a proven fact? Well, the implications could be substantial, especially in the battle against addiction, Connie. If these drugs prove effective at reducing cravings, they could potentially be used as part of treatment plans for those with alcohol, opioid, or nicotine addictions. However, it's important to note that more research is required before these drugs could be prescribed explicitly for craving reduction. Interesting. Are there other related factors to consider here, Ethan? There definitely are, Connie. Patients and doctors have both reported these unusual side effects, but it's also worth considering how these drugs will interact with existing medications or treatments. Further investigation is also needed into the long-term effects of GLP-1 medications in treating addiction. That's incredibly insightful, Ethan. It's always great to look at how medical advancements might impact other areas of healthcare, too. Absolutely, Connie. It's a sprawling field, and we'll be watching closely as these trials progress. That wraps up this important story. Thank you, Ethan, for that in-depth analysis. The potential implications of this research around GLP-1 drugs certainly sound promising. And for our final story, history was made over the weekend when Simone Biles won her eighth U.S. gymnastics title, ten years after her first. An incredible accomplishment. Our reporter Chloe has followed the story, Chloe. Halfway glory, Connie. Simone Biles continues to be an unstoppable force in gymnastics. 
And this win didn't just secure her eighth all-around title but also broke the record for the most all-time titles won by a gymnast, a record that was previously held by Alfred Joachim. And this was a clear-cut victory, Chloe? Not even a close call? Not at all, Connie. In fact, Biles finished with an overwhelming score of 118.40, a clear four points ahead of the runner-up, Shillies Jones. The audience at the SAP Center in San Jose, California were treated to a sensational floor routine from Biles that left them on their feet, clapping. Now Biles took a break from the sport for a couple of years following the Tokyo Olympics, correct? That's right, Connie. Biles had to withdraw from multiple events during the Olympics due to a condition gymnasts call the twisties, where an athlete loses her sense of orientation midair. But, showing her resilience, Biles made an amazing comeback, winning a bronze medal on the balance beam. Given these recent wins, do we think this makes her a shoe-in for a third straight world championship team? Connie, her recent performance has certainly cemented her spot for the world championships coming up. She seems set on adding to her remarkable collection of 25 medals, 18 of which are gold. Her next competition in late September should indeed be a spectacle. And this win, it's historical, in more ways than one, right? Absolutely, Connie. At 26, Biles became the oldest woman to claim a national title since the event's inception in 1963, which is no easy feat. This victory shows her exceptional talent and dedication to the sport and has many pundits considering her as one of the greatest gymnasts of all time. And Biles's story is obviously resonating across the world. Who tipped us off on this story, Chloe? Multiple sources reported on her record-breaking victory, Connie. NPR, CNBC, Al Jazeera, and Bleacher Report just to name a few. Biles' incredible persistence and talent never cease to inspire and captivate both die-hard sports fans and the general public alike. Thank you, Chloe. It's wonderful to see Simone Biles being recognized for her greatness, both for her talent and her courage in prioritizing her mental health. That's all we have for now. Today's episode was made by Alexander King with GPT-4, GPT-3.5 Turbo, the 11 Labs, Text-to-Speech API, and the Google Cloud Text-to-Speech API. I hope you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow, Alex.